0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Guaranteed to Grow. This is Patrick Parker, your host. And today we're gonna be talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, and that would be customer success. So it's no secret that your business needs an exceptional sales and marketing strategy in order to be successful. But in today's environment where customers have endless options, sales and marketing alone aren't enough to cut it. Businesses can no longer rely on the annual contracts to lock in customers, and the actual customer acquisition cost has steadily increased over the past decade. So the question becomes, what else can businesses do to succeed? And I think the answer is, is quite simple. Invest in customer success. You're listening to Guaranteed to Grow, the podcast for entrepreneurs who are looking for actionable steps they can take to validate, test, launch, and scale their software idea. I'm your host, Patrick Parker, a serial entrepreneur and multi-million dollar business owner that's passionate about helping entrepreneurs just like you. Expect to hear topics that will help you grow and expand your business in innovative ways that you would have never considered before. Let's dive in. Today on Guarantee to Grow, we're going to dive into customer success. And more importantly, we're going to talk about how you can build an award-winning customer success model within your business. And so, in a lot of the previous episodes, you've probably heard me talk about how difficult it can be to go out and, and acquire clients, especially when you're starting out in the market, trying to differentiate yourself from your competitors. You're trying to showcase the expertise and the value that your product provides, and more importantly, the pain points that you solve for. And you're trying to really penetrate that market uh, by distributing your message that hopefully will resonate with those early adopters and early customers. But the real work starts once you've actually won those customers and you're starting to onboard them onto your platform. What does that experience look like for them? How easy is it? How focused on providing a solid experience and how focused are you in your company on giving them quick wins so that they really see the value of your product. And so throughout my career, I've been fortunate enough to work on both sides of the fence. I've worked with some incredible companies that really excel in the area of customer success. And then I've also been on the opposite side of that coin where I've worked with companies that have literally gone bankrupt due to a lack of customer success, which ultimately led to uh, incredibly high churn and uh, revenue turnover. So for topic's sake for today, let's start by laying the foundation and talk about how customer success is different from customer support. And I wanna start by stating that customer success should really be closely aligned with customer support, where The end goal is just to drive customer satisfaction, which ultimately leads to customer retention and revenue retention, more importantly. And in some companies, they actually combine customer success and customer support within the same department to assist with that communication and consistent feedback. And we'll cover that in more detail later, but let's just talk about where they differ first. So customer support is reactive in nature. This is what most organizations are familiar with, wherein the focus is on responding or reacting to issues after they have already happened. So think about uh, fielding customer questions, technical support issues, phone calls, email, live chat, uh, and even for a lot of organizations, especially now, uh, social media, being able to respond to issues after they have already happened. So reactive in nature, right? And Customer support is important. It's essential in your business because customer support is the only function that actually solves problems for the customers when it arrives. So you've got to make sure that you have a a strong customer support uh, function in order to overcome any obstacles or barriers that your customers have to actually use in your platform. Customer success, on the other hand, is proactive. So it's going to focus on anticipating the questions and challenges that your new customers may have while actually onboarding and then uh, working to reduce whatever friction exists throughout that process so that they can find some quick wins on your product so that they can get up and running quickly. And so the entire goal of that uh, is to help your customers truly find success with your platform, which means realizing the benefits of the unique value proposition that you sold them on in the first place. So, there's a number of different ways to do that. Um, the biggest thing is going to be mapping your customer journey. So, what does it look like after you have won a client? In organizations that focus on demos in order to sell, where you have a traditional account executive, uh, usually that starts with a handoff from sales to customer success. Is there an email sequence that goes out once you've closed a deal that starts to provide information uh, or resources around how to best use the product, how to get up and running quickly. Do those resources exist? Is there a knowledge base uh, that is is built out? Are there frequently asked questions that you have answered? Have you put a significant level of thought uh, into understanding what questions will arise so that you can create those resources and that content around it in order to help them be successful. So let's talk about the benefits real quick. Um, there's really two primary benefits here. And I know that I've already mentioned before that that churn is a real company killer, but I want to talk about exactly why that is for a minute. So the biggest thing is when your customers churn, right, they cancel their subscriptions, you lose everywhere. It's not just that you are losing a customer, you're also losing the revenue that they bring in. You lost the money at that point that you spent to acquire them in the first place, uh, which is especially troublesome if you have uh, long customer acquisition cost payback times. Um, and if the the lifetime value ratio to that customer acquisition cost uh, is high, then, you know, you really need to keep those people on for a long time in order to actually recoup that customer acquisition cost in the first place. The other thing that you lose is you lose the opportunity for renewals. You lose the opportunity for expansion revenue. Uh, You lose additional potential customers just due to bad reviews and, and negative comments or negative testimonials that they leave around your product. So, The other thing that you lose, which which is especially important, and this is where customer success really comes in, is that you also lose the ability to develop that customer into an advocate for your business. And so you lose all around, lose all across the board. And that's why customer success should really be the first line of defense against churn. It's it's a known fact that happy customers are less likely to churn. Uh, And as I kind of just so elegantly laid out, Reducing churn and increasing customer retention directly impacts your bottom line, where you'll see steady revenue growth, which is essential if you are actually trying to scale your business. Now, customer success focuses on helping customers maximize the benefits of your product or service. It helps to train them. It helps to assist with implementation and configuration so that they can get up and running quickly. It's providing guidance and expertise around the best ways to actually leverage your product so that they can receive that benefit. And then it offers the resources that will contribute towards their education and ultimately their success on your platform. And so as a result, you begin to develop loyal customers uh, who will ultimately become advocates for your business. So The role that advocates play in promoting your business is crucial, uh, especially to achieving scale because it gives you that valuable social proof that you can use in your advertising campaigns, in your sales funnels, um, in your email marketing sequences, in your blogs and all the content that you create that will then allow you to attract more customers. And so if you want to really scale your business You've got to make sure that you nail customer success. You actually have to think about customer success as a a culture shift, right? It's not just adding a a new function to your business or uh, adding a new strategy. You have to have buy-in from the entire organization because it's a real paradigm shift in terms of wanting to do everything that you can to align uh, the support that you're providing with the interest of the customers. ensuring that they actually are successful on your platform. And if you can do that well, you can build a very scalable business. You can also reduce your customer acquisition costs thanks to the social proof. You can improve your retention rates and decrease your churn. So it literally plays out across all of your KPIs. um, And the benefits for your business are just endless. And so I want to spend some time really diving into uh, the seven steps that you can focus on if you want to build out an award-winning customer success program. And as you might expect, it all starts with establishing a customer success team. The first role of customer success is that you have to talk about customer success, right? Anyone out there listening that, that caught that Fight Club reference, we're actually going the opposite way here, right? You have to talk about customer success. You have to talk about... How you can help your customers achieve their desired results, how you can help them get up and running on your platform, how you can identify what they're really looking for in a tool so that you understand how to best support them, right? And so first step, creating a team to support the actual customer success function. The second step is to implement the appropriate customer success tools and software. So if you want to have a customer success program, then you need enablement tools. You need software that is going to help you communicate with clients, that's going to help you deliver resources or uh, tutorials or educational material that's going to help them understand how to best use that product. Um, there's some incredible tools out there in the marketplace. Some of my favorite for anyone that doesn't know where to start that's, that's you know, new to customer success, uh, HubSpot, Churn Zero. Um, Intercom, WalkMe. Those are the primary tools that we use. We've also used Zendesk for a couple of clients, all of those with incredible results. Um, But those are the things that we use when building out uh, customer success teams, or customer success models for our clients, and then implementing them within our own businesses as well. So incredible tools. So you've got to have a team, you've got to have the software, the tools to actually enable that team. The third thing you're going to need to do is to identify your customers in goals and why they actually need customer success. So it's, it's may come as no surprise to you, but a lot of users that you will have using your platform are not going to be as sophisticated as the product and development teams that actually built the products. So even though you believe that your product may be incredibly intuitive, you're still going to need to go above and beyond when training people on how to actually use that product. So the questions that you're really looking to answer here, why did your customers invest in your product in the first place? That's number one. The second question you're trying to answer is what problem are they trying to solve? So obviously they had a pain point or a challenge within their business that they're trying to overcome and that's the reason that they've invested in your product. Okay. The third thing is going to be, what are the benefits that they're looking to realize by using your product? So most of these are going to fall under your ICP as far as who they are, what problems that they have, how you can solve that. So you can see, as we talk about customer success, just as we've talked about a number of the other business functions, including your go-to-market strategy, your branding, everything else, your your ideal customer profile, and your your customer avatars, buyer personas, et cetera, are going to play a very critical role in how you approach customer success as well. So with that being said, it, it makes a lot of sense for you to then go down deep and understand what is success look like for them? Does that mean that they are saving money? Does that mean that they are saving time? Does that mean that they are um, trying to understand how to achieve some type of benefit from your problem? From your product, and once you understand that, then it becomes very easy to kind of focus all of your efforts around that and understand what a win actually looks like for them. And so, the the fourth step in this process is going to be to create a roadmap uh, for success, so that you can explain uh, your business's expectations and goals for customer success in both the the short and long term. And so, this is where mapping out your customer journey is so important because you wanna be able to onboard them seamlessly. You wanna be able to help them get set up uh, and configured in some cases, depending on the complexities of your, your product. Um, and then you wanna help them get those quick wins that we were talking about. And so those wins may look like, uh, may, may be completely different across industries, across products, um, but the outcome is always that your client is receiving some type of, of immediate benefit or a small win just by understanding how to use your platform. Uh, And a lot of that is gonna come back to the the resources and stuff that you're able to to build out and provide. The fifth thing is to share and implement that strategy with your team uh, and to ensure everyone knows what's expected of them As a team and individually as well. And so I I touched on a little bit that customer success is, is not just a practice, right? It's an entire culture shift. And every functional team has to be on board with this strategy and understand their roles and responsibilities as it pertains to customer satisfaction. So it really takes an entire organization understanding and approaching customer success through the same lens, by implementing that same strategy, by understanding what is required of them in order to go above and beyond for your customers uh, to ensure their satisfaction. The sixth step in this process is gonna be to analyze your results. Do your customers have the resources and support that they need to be successful? And so what you should be doing here is, is identifying and tracking the KPIs or the performance metrics Uh, that will give you insight into the success or failure of your strategy. And so I'll give you a couple of examples real quick, um, just in companies that we've built where we've implemented customer success and and what that that looks like. Uh, One of the venture-backed companies that we run is a a product called Spring that operates in the health and wellness space that is catering to registered dietitians, um, fitness professionals, um, and a, a number of other you know, wellness type professionals. And so basically the focus of that is to run group-based training programs online. So people are usually coming to us trying to understand how they can build out scalable programs, how they can reach more people, how they can save more time, how they can reduce some of the time intensive uh, activities or tasks that that could be automated in order to deliver better service to their clients. And so the, one of the challenges that we had is that from the point in time where we would win a client uh, and onboard them to actually get them up and running on the platform was taking an a unusually long time. So you know, we kind of built it with the idea that we would be able to get anyone up and running within 30 days or less. Actually launching a program, our entire business model was uh, built as a pay-as-you-grow, so our interests were aligned with our customers as our customers grow and continue to add new clients. We in turn make more money. So great model, the incentives are aligned, but the challenge that we were seeing is that when people would actually sign up and onboard, it would take them 60, 90, sometimes 120 days. So we started to implement customer success, right? With the goal of reducing the amount of time that it took people to get up and running. And more importantly, the time that it took us to start realizing revenue. And so what we did is build out a program that basically gave them a series of templates and how-tos for actually building their first program, essentially a roadmap of how to launch that program, a framework that they could operate in, in order to build out the content, in order to set up their their programs and and make them available for sale. And so just by doing that, we were able to get the three to four-month window Uh, down to 30 days or less, which helped us really jumpstart our revenue while providing a ton of additional value to our clients. So that's a a great example of customer success in practice. Um, We did that by using Service Hub through HubSpot. We were able to set up email sequences to deliver a lot of those resources uh, to direct people towards our knowledge base articles or frequently asked questions to set up meetings with our training teams uh, or to jump on webinars for Q&A if they were having issues that they were trying to to overcome in terms of how to get started, right? We also stood up a separate mastermind that was completely focused around uh, building and scaling your fitness business that had nothing to do with our software specifically, but that was more focused on client acquisition. And so that was helping a lot of people You know, build substantial growth into their business in terms of the number of clients they were serving, the number of the amount of revenue that they were personally generating, and in turn, the amount of revenue that we were receiving uh, as their platform partner. And so you can see there how it went from, you know, long revenue realization to, you know, really compressing that timeline uh, and then providing a ton of other value around that that makes the platform really sticky and it really gives the customers something that they're not getting anywhere else in the form of, of real-life application of how to build sales funnels, how to do all these different marketing activities that are going to ultimately drive revenue for their business. So a ton of, of added value that led to extremely high customer satisfaction and, more importantly, great retention. So a lot of benefits that you can see just from from that example there. Um, the seventh thing that you want to do in the, the final step is just to continuously improve and make modif- modifications to your customer success strategy. And so, as your customer base continues to grow, uh, when you're operating at 100 clients versus 1,000 clients versus 10,000 uh, and growing, your, your customer success strategy is gonna have to change and adapt, right? Because the amount of, of time and resources that you're dedicating to this program um, is, ultimately going to have to evolve as well. So it's important to have a uh, continuous process improvement uh, practice in place so that you can always improve the the process by collecting feedback from customers, um, by having those tough conversations, you know, that become much easier uh, when you're both looking to, and I say both, when when both the company uh, and the customer are looking to to maximize their success. So once your interests are aligned, those what once used to be tough conversations um, really shift away to, you know, how can you best serve? How can you best help? And I think that is uh, the sign of a great organization, one that is proactive in serving their clients. And so we've covered a lot in this. I'll kind of dive back through uh, just at a high level to recap the, the seven steps in case you missed any. First one's establish customer success team, easy enough. Second one, implement the appropriate customer success tools and software. Third one is going to be to identify your customer's end goals and why they need customer success. Fourth one's going to be to create a roadmap uh, so that you understand how to best serve your clients in the short and long term. The fifth one is going to be to share and implement that strategy across the entire organization. Really focus on shifting that culture towards customer satisfaction. The sixth one is going to be to analyze your results. Make sure that you're tracking your, your KPIs and performance metrics uh, just so that you know how well uh, your actual customer success program is is doing in implementation. And then the last step is just to continuously monitor, and improve, especially as you continue to, to grow and scale your business. And so hopefully you've got a lot of value out of this and, and really understand uh, the benefits and the importance of introducing customer success as a, a core component of your business. If you have any questions about the way to do it, what tools to use, et cetera, you can always reach out to us at sasspartners.io for help. Uh, We've done this for many, many organizations, all with great success. Um, And so until I talk to you next time, make sure that you like, uh, subscribe, and then share with another entrepreneur that may be focused on building out their business so that they can avoid the mistakes that we made early and really benefit from the expertise that we've gained from so many years in the industry. So until next time, out. Once again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen in on today's episode. I had a blast recording it for you and I hope that you found some really great takeaways.